Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, it's Altor the Merciless here with Top Story, and today's top story from the Bugle Archive comes from the year 2009 and Afghanistan's 2009, which was perfectly normal as I recall. It's Bugle 87, featuring me and with me, let me check my notes, oh, oh yeah, John Oliver. Top Story this week, and it's Afghan election time! Andy, Afghanistan has been a real work in progress for centuries now. Britain, <laughs> Russia, the USA, and now the USA and Britain again have long seen it as a real fixer-upper. Uh, you flip this country opportunity, they could try to turn for a profit. It's, it's very much like a dilapidated old structurally unsound house, which you wouldn't really give a second look, was it not for the fact that it had a gold mine running directly underneath <laughs> it? So, how is the latest attempt to slap some wallpaper over the cracks of this money pit going? Well, about as well as can be expected, that being not very well at all. We are asking a huge amount of our military over there, and uh, in, in return this time, we're offering them not only no gratitude, but also no real attention either. Has there ever been a time we've been more disengaged from fellow countrymen being shot at? It's almost as if everyone has just accepted that Afghanistan's war is just permanent now. It's like contracting herpes. It seems we're going to be able to live a fairly normal life with it, so you pretty much forget you've got it, unless you occasionally have to tell someone... What I'm saying is, Afghanistan is America's sexually contracted disease. <laughs> well, the uh, elections have passed off slightly better than expected, uh, only with quite a lot of deadly violence, not the orgy of Talibanic destruction that many had feared. But there have been accusations of voting irregularity and, uh -huh. and fraud, including the suggestion that the indelible ink used to mark voters' <laughs> fingers once they'd yeah. voted um, turned out not to be so much indelible as delible, uh, in that it could be washed off with a household detergent. <laughs> the uh, electoral commissioner has uh, just said, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> 
despite the fact that people have clearly been washing it off with household detergent. Tom, let's have a look at your fingers. No sign of it there. So that kind of proves the point. Uh, you yeah. can you can wash it off. How many times have you voted? Twice. He's voted twice. <laughs> who, who, who for? Do you go for cars, I? The Taliban would cut my tongue off if I told you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm not sure this is such a problem, John, because uh, surely this system rewards people who take initiative, are prepared to rub household detergents into their hands for democracy, and yeah. above all in this age of political apathy, who can actually be bothered to vote more than once. Yeah. Because, you know, we in this country, we have a, we have a trouble even managing that. I'd say such hidden cheats, like a computer game cheat, this, this uh, washable ink, should be built into all elections, so people who actually care should have proportionately more say than those who just pitch up once every four years and say, now who was it that I used to vote for? I'll go for them. Right, if they're willing to put in the time to scrub their fingers clean, obviously they care twice as much as the person who just turned up and then walked away yeah. without trying to cheat the system. Yeah. You're right, Andy. Yeah. You've got, you got to reward active interest. That's right. Well, there's been uh, lots of other accusations of other fraud, voting cards being sold, bribery. The whole caboodle that proper old democracies like us have long since grown out of. I mean, admittedly, it took us yeah, a few hundred years to work it out, but hey, what's done... Is done, John. Electoral fraud is all part of the process of a democracy growing up. I mean, let's take last year's voting for Bugler of the Year, yep. which was uh, the voting was only open to people who had appeared in more than 95% of the Bugles in 2008. And as I recall, John, you got one vote and I got three. And what? I, I will now hold my hands up and admit that uh, I did wash the ink off my finger. Oh, Twice. I just, I just thought you'd done well. I had faith in democracy. Yeah. Well, and now fact, you've shattered that faith. Yeah. Well, I gave you one vote, and you just couldn't be asked to even vote for yourself. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty <laughs> disenfranchised with the whole process. They're very excited about the election, though, the uh, Afghanistanis, Andy. They've had a big fireworks displays there across the country. Unfortunately, they didn't have any fireworks, so they've just used bombs instead. The effect is similar, even if the outcome is not exactly the same. Uh, but yesterday, Afghans went to the polls to elect both the president and members of the provincial council. There are more than 30 presidential candidates in the race, uh, including the incumbent, Hamid Karzai. Also, I was reading that there are also pro-Taliban candidates, pro-Jihad candidates, former communists and two women. That's how far down the priorities list women still are there. They are mentioned at the end of that impressive list. Even in a group featuring people openly calling for Jihad, women are the fringe candidates. <laughs> So how, how free and fair is this election going to be? Well, the consensus seems to be that not as long as it's fair enough, that'll be fine. A UN envoy was quoted as saying, these are the most complicated elections I've seen anywhere in the world. And, you know, there's a very good reason for that. Afghanistan has basically been at war for the last quarter of a century. That will increase the trickiness of staging something like this. And on top of that, you've got to look at the available choices. The head of the Electoral Commission, uh, Azizola Ludin, has accused some candidates of war crimes and others of suffering from mental disorders. That's some tough campaigning, Andy. <laughs> Usually smear tactics in the West are just restricted to this guy had an affair or this woman's too closely connected to lobby groups. Not this guy should be executed for war crimes and this guy is clinically insane. <laughs> well, John, when you put it all together, electoral frauds, low turnout, although admittedly they do have a better excuse for not turning up the threat of yeah. death, whereas here it's just because some people don't like seeing people wearing rosettes. Well, yeah, exactly. The, you know, the election was already delayed for several months due to concerns of violence, fraud and security. Those concerns have proven to be largely accurate as things have gone crazy even by Afghanistan standards. The turnout has reportedly been lower than last time, but it, it is harder to motivate yourself to get out and vote if there's a chance that 
One, your vote won't be counted accurately, and two, you might die. And it, you're right, before we rush to judge, bear in mind, we in the West struggle to be bothered to vote even if it's raining a bit outside. <laughs> We're not so much worried about being blown apart as we are about getting wet. <laughs> also, you know, the potential of, you know, there's a very dangerous thing voting in a British election these days of uh, getting lead poisoning when you uh, read the list of candidates and just end up stabbing the pencil straight into your hand. <laughs> But what, one of the ways that they tried to, to help people vote was that more than 3,000 donkeys were mobilised for the vote, uh, helping deliver and collect ballots in remote areas, like, like carrier pigeons. Democracy donkeys. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that wouldn't increase our turnout in the West, Andy. <laughs> people would absolutely respond to democracy donkeys. <laughs> uh, can I help you to the polling station today? No, thank you. I, I'm busy. How about if you get to ride there on this donkey? Wait right there, I just need to go and get my camera. <laughs> I think uh, partly it was to help uh, transport ballots to remote mountainous areas that these 3,000 democracy donkeys were mobilised. But I think it's also partly, John, because when you look at it all together, John, with the electoral fraud, the low turnout, the allegations that some of the candidates are war criminals or mentally yeah. unstable... It's pretty much just an American election transferred to <laughs> Afghanistan, isn't it? You know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But with less interest, because another report claimed that supporters of Karzai managed to fill out 80,000 ballots in the eastern Ghazni province uh, the previous night, i.e. before the polls opened. But yeah, that's just getting a healthy head start on things. Yeah. Good organisation, Andy. Winning elections is like cooking a quality stir-fry. <laughs> it's all in the preparation. Yeah, what happens to the best? I mean, we saw... Uh, Usain Bolt twitch on his blocks before the 200 metres. Huh? That's right. Leading to a full start. It's nothing more than that. <laughs> Just trying to get away clean and fast. But again, before we get carried away with the centre of Afghanistan nurturing the fruit of democracy, let's take a, a look at the state of that fruit. Uh, an Afghan law which legalised rape has been sent back to Parliament with a clause letting husbands starve their wives if they refuse to have sex. The amendment was then signed and put into law on Wednesday by President Karzai. That's right, friend of the West, President Karzai. Now, you don't have to agree with everything your friends think. Now, you, can, you, can, you can be friends with people who differ from you politically, who uh, you know, support a different sports team to you, maybe even who are allergic to your favourite food stuff. Who knows? But it does seem... Like, this kind of thing should be a deal-breaker in a friendship. Hey, did I ever tell you about how I think husbands should be allowed to starve their wives for sex under law? No, you didn't tell me that, Barry. Are you sure I didn't? I'm pretty sure that I would have remembered that. <laughs> oh, well, should we go out for a pizza or something later? I'm going to take a rain check on that, Barry. Something's just come up. Oh, what's that? You turned out to be a spectacular douche nozzle, Barry. I'm not angry with you. I'm angry with myself for not having noticed that sooner. Actually, Joe, you know scratch that. I am also angry with you. Thank you for listening. And if you want some more Bugle action, why not try the gargle? It's like the Bugle, but without the politics. Find it in your pod feed now. Another top story tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? 
It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.